Bringing real talk with real professionals directly to you each week. It's Bringing It Home with John Wilkinson on Vinyl Draft Radio. Now, live from the Associated Credit Union of Texas studio in Houston, here's your host, John Wilkinson, the real estate agent invested in you. Hey, good morning, everyone. It's Thursday morning, and it's a perfect time to drink. Drinking some real estate, that is. Why? Because, well, it's the real estate happy hour. You know, once a month, I'd like to, like to kind of wake up, shower, and say, hey, I want to meet up with some friends, maybe some new friends, head on out to the bar, talk a little bit, relax a little bit, and talking about a good game of real estate. And today we're going to do just that. So I hope you bear with us as we talk all things real estate with two fantastic people today. First time, first timers on the show. We like, we like first timers. We like old timers too, but I would never call them old timers to their face. So don't worry about that. So today joining us, we have Miss Bonnie Carmichael. Good morning. Hi, good morning. And we have Mr. David Johnston. Good morning. I want to say something first and foremost about this happy hour. We're going to talk maybe some opinion, maybe a little innuendo, nothing liable, nothing liable. I've got to say that up front. Um, but we're going, to, we're going to spout our truths, our truths about real estate. It's going to be great for buyers, sellers, and even other real estate agents because, quite honestly, there's a lot of misconceptions about being in real estate. Um, and there's some very good truths, but there's also different ways to do it. And I've mentioned this several different times uh, on this show that there is no right way to do real estate, while there are plenty of wrong ways, but there is the real estate agent's way. So Bonnie has her way. David had, had his, his way when he was in the field, should I say. Mm -hmm. I have my way, and we're always constantly adapting. The greatest agents have their way. We can never duplicate or emulate. We sure, we want the same results, but you get them at different ways. So those are the kind of things we're going to share. What are you going to learn about Bonnie today? Well, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you, Bonnie's like, oh, my God. Is that a real question? Do I have to come up with it? No, Bonnie. You, what, what we're going to learn today is what makes you a, a successful agent. And I know success is has different realms in people's world. I don't consider myself a successful agent. I consider each transaction a success. And that's it. It's all about working for my clients. You may have a different view, but that's what we want to know because guess what? People want to work with you, right? Right. All right. So we're going to find out first and foremost from Bonnie a little bit about Bonnie. Okay. As far as real estate goes? As, as far as Bonnie. Oh. Let's, let's, so here, I'll, I'll give you a little setup question. Bonnie, why real estate? Why did you become a real estate agent? Well, I love working with people. And I, it sounds funny, but I love houses. Even before I was in real estate, in my spare time, I would be on HAR, looking through different houses, and I've just always enjoyed it. And I love connecting someone with their home. And it is so gratifying going to closing mm -hmm. and having somebody just so ecstatic and happy about their purchase and getting a hug from someone because they're just happy about what they've just She done. gets hugs. I do, too. <laughs> Once hugs. in a while. Yeah. Okay. I was like, they're not from David. Are they like no, every time you have clothes? Because no. then you might have a... Well, no, no, no. Um, how long have you been doing it? I'm going on my third year. Third year? Yes. That's, that's, 
You know, a lot of people talk about years as a, as a, as a gauge of experience. I'm going to tell you. I, I don't think that's the case. Experience is about experience. Oh, yes. In three years, you have X number of transactions. You've met X number of people. Um, one year, two year, 10 year. I've, I know people have been doing this 10 years, 15 years, and probably have about the same amount of actual sales and people interactions that you have at three years or I have at nine years or whatever it may be. It doesn't matter about that, right? It's about the experiences and the desire that you're doing. Oh, I agree. Do you find, do you find that the people you meet, they're hiring you not on your number of years, right? They're hiring you on you and your experience. Yes. And I guess, you know, I've done interviews with people and it's, it's uh, very flattering when I'm chosen to be their agent. Mm -hmm. But I think the biggest thing for me is trying, is listening to the customer. You really have to listen and of course, share your knowledge. And um, I just think even listening to personal things like their family, um, if they have children, how do they like to be contacted? And, and of course, the house. You really have to listen if they say, uh, we don't want a fixer-upper, or we want move-in ready, and my son likes to play baseball. So, so you just really have to connect with them, I think, on a personal level. And that, that, that's going to bring up something that I, I do want to talk about at some point uh, during the happy hour today, um, is, is making that connection and, and figuring out. Because believe it or not, a lot of, I, th I think buyers, buyers and sellers, a lot of times when they're thinking about buying or selling property, that's what they're, they're on the computer and there's all these other things that they're doing and the most important thing they should be thinking of first and foremost becomes the least important that is hiring the right agent mm -hmm. and really you know the right agent doesn't mean they're a bad agent or the greatest agent it means they're the right agent for what you need them to do so i definitely want to get into that a little bit and it sounds like we're on the same wavelength with that so it should be an easy conversation i'm going to bring in mr david johnston Good morning. He, David is the branch manager for the French, Friendswood Better Homes and Gardens Gary Green office. Um, how are you liking it so far? Um, I'm loving it. And our future League City office. I, I didn't want to say anything oh. about that I and because I, I didn't ask anything about that. I don't want to kind of give it, give it to, uh, you know, give anything away. Because I know for a while I wanted to say something about last year. And they're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I just won't say anything. When's that office opening, David? Uh, we are scheduled July 1 is, is what we're looking at. July 1. And uh, you okay to give details about the exact location? or you? <clears throat> I can. We, uh, our address is 1911 West League City Parkway, and that's directly across the street from the Kroger um, that was built out there, and that's in a complex called Marketplace at 96. Right. And folks, if you haven't been that way, um, in particular, because maybe you don't even live in Texas, but hmm. 96 um, is is what we who live here generally call that League City Parkway. And that Kroger uh, area is a nice build. It's it's getting built out. Neighborhoods are being added on. It's going to be a fantastic place. So now you're going to have a great great office to go to and find a great agent mm -hmm. and i think it's right by, it's right across from stewart title well not directly across but it's a little bit over i mean it's basically the next shopping center exactly. over from stewart title mm -hmm. um and the only reason i mention that is because maybe we're just going to make it like a um real estate hub down there <laughs> so we need to get uh mm -hmm. you know big inspection companies going and all these offices and mm -hmm. it becomes uh One its stop. own little yeah it's a, it's a little downtown area 
little bit about yourself, David. You, you just didn't jump into this. You've, you, you haven't been a branch manager your whole career. No. All right, give me a little background. No. Well, um, I started with the company six years ago. Uh, as an agent and uh, had a good run as an agent and I was fortunate enough to um, take on the role of career development manager at our Bay Area office and so I uh, uh, was in that role for a couple of years and then was asked um, to kind of champion the new league city project hmm so what do you like more the real estate transactional side of things or the real estate agent recruiting retaining training and building part of it that's a great question i hope you don't say you hate the latter because that would yeah. be terrible you're in the wrong job no you know and i'll relate it back to to what bonnie and you were talking about a a minute ago about experience and because i think it's relevant because i come across agents who are in the business five years, seven years, eight years, whatever. And, and are you an, uh, an eight-year agent or are you having your first year for the eighth time? And so, you know, it's our, what have That's you done to, that. To, to build your business up? And so for me, I take a lot of pleasure in, in working with agents, with new agents as well as experienced agents, and helping them get their business moving forward, putting foundational blocks in so that they're not having their first year over and over again. So that, I might as well ask it now then. You've got an agent, just joined Better Homes and Gardens, Gary Green, Friendswood. You're going to have a lot of these in League City as well. Mm. And their biggest source of angst is what happens when the client or potential client says, you know, how many years have you been doing this? I don't want them to, I don't want them to, you know, see that I'm inexperienced. How do you answer that? How do you help? you know ease those fears well there's there's a number of ways you can you can answer that um one of the ones that i heard that i thought was was pretty interesting was it seems like forever there you go <laughs> yeah i i okay yeah you so, gotta gauge the people on that one that's for sure it is yeah. and um and there's nothing wrong with being brutally honest saying you know i am new at six months or whatever um, the answer is, but then you can follow that up with whatever what other relevant skills you have to to bring to to the the transaction, whether it's your your past career in customer service, past career in sales and right. negotiating, um, whatever that might be. There is some some sort of relevance that you had in a previous life that you're bringing to this life, exactly, or you wouldn't have been here. That's that's true. We're also backed by Gary Green. Which is a big deal. I was going to bring that up. <laughs> I was going to bring that up. I've worked with agents that have been in the business for years. And there's certain basic things that, I, you know, they're not aware of. And because we're backed by Gary Green, we go to our courses, uh, we have a great foundation. And uh, we also know how to handle transactions, you know, how to uh, cover ourselves and our customers, our clients, with the correct paperwork right but i just i just really think that gary green is a great support uh network when um when i'm talking to new agents and i and we're kind of talking about the progression of what's going to happen as a real estate agent i tell them there's going to be the point in time and hopefully it's very soon to where you're out showing properties and uh, your customer is going to say to you john i'd like to make an offer on this house 
and it's, gonna be, it's your first transaction, I said, you are simultaneously going to have two emotions happening. One is joy, that, that, <laughs> and the other is fear. Hey, what do, I do, what do I do now? And, <laughs> and real estate is a right now business. And when agents need help, new agents need help, we are here, as Bonnie said, we are here right now for them to help. So whether it's a phone call, it's a text message, if it's nights, if it's weekends, we're always there to support our agents. And for all, all you new agents that are joining it, you need to understand really how these two just really described how to take it. It's going to be about your confidence in yourself and the abilities and skills that you've had that actually led you to say, I will make myself a great real estate agent and become one. But it's also about the support because you can always say, while I've only been doing it for X number, it doesn't matter. Or you don't even have to put a time on it. You just say, I'm relatively new in the terms of real estate, but I have, you know, I'm backed by 40 years of experience. Yes, you know, exactly. I have an office manager I can call if I have a concern. I have a broker mm -hmm. I can reach out to right away. So those are the ways you do it because that seems to be, I, I would imagine that's one of the biggest concerns outside of, am I going to be broke? Let's all <laughs> ponder that, folks. <laughs> all right, folks. Well, welcome back to the bar. <laughs> Cozy on up. Where you been? Hopefully you're listening to us now at www.vinyldraftradio.com. If not, you surely would have said, Alexa, play Vinyl Draft Radio. But we're also on Google Play and soon to be some other big name platforms. Like, I'm not going to mention them here until they actually happen because I don't want to. Don't want to sound like I, we failed if it doesn't get on there. Mm -hmm. Apparently, there's a lot of stuff. Folks, we are back with David Johnston, branch manager, Friendswood branch, ma branch manager for the um, Better Homes and Gardens Gary Green entity, largest broker yes. in the Houston area. Yes. And Miss Bonnie Carmichael, real estate agent extraordinaire. Oh, yes. Of course. Yeah. All right. So I've got, I've got a question for you, Bonnie. I said no, I wasn't going to ask direct question. No, but you actually brought this up earlier. So okay. I'm going to, well, maybe not on the show, but in the office. We brought up your daughter. Your yes. daughter does real estate. And I was hoping to get her on the show with you because I thought it would have been great. So maybe next time. I understand yes. things happen. Yes. But are you like a real estate group slash team because i know technically we can't say team anymore no we're not right now we're independent but uh that will mm. probably be the direction that we'll take and i will have to say i know she's my daughter but she is amazing and uh she's made me so proud just starting out in the real estate business that's great it definitely is a leap of faith and i certainly wish i had the guts and gusto to do it when I was at your daughter's age. I don't know how she, old she is, so I'm assuming she's younger than I am. Yes. Um, okay. Um, but it takes a lot of guts. It, it, it took me forever to go from a, a pretty well-paying job to say, I'm going to make money for myself as mm -hmm. well. Um, but why the hesitation of the team thing, the group thing? Um, I would think that uh, that's more on my daughter. I think she wants to prove herself first, mm. and then we'll become a team. I think she just wants to get out there more on her own and uh, create her business, and then possibly we'll become a team. There we go. Find her skill set. Find her strength, mm -hmm. because uh, as, as, as we might as well talk about, there's uh, different things and philosophies about teams, and I'm kind of going to be interested in your opinions on teams. Like I said, there's going to be opinions and in innuendos, but nothing libelous. Okay. <laughs> um, the, the thought being here about teams is that 
again, it goes back to when you're, if you're looking, if you're a buyer and you're looking to hire an agent, um, and even if you're a seller, one of the questions you should ask is, you know, are you part of a team? Mm-hmm. That's a double-edged question for me. When someone asks me that, are you part of a team? Because I don't know if they're angling, and maybe this is the way I think. I don't know. You know, I don't want to give them a false answer, but I want to give them the answer they're looking for um, and, and, and shine it in the best way possible because that could be a negative thing. Maybe they don't want to work with a team, with somebody who's on a team or whatnot. What are your thoughts when you hear or you're about to work with someone on a team? And, and let's start with David because it's been a little while, but they've been a, teams have been around for a long time. So I just – how do you, you know, if you were on a team or you weren't on a team, what do you feel about the team dynamic? Well, teams are interesting, and, and we have agents come to us quite often saying they want to join a team or, you know, there's a team and they're recruiting them, uh, even within, within our own brokerage. And, you know, when I talk to that agent about that type of decision, it's what's the strategic plan? What is it you're trying to get out of it? And do you realize you will lose some of your identity by joining the ABC team because you'll be a cog in their in their operation? And sometimes that's fine. Sometimes the agent isn't looking to become the next real estate rock star, so to speak. Right. Um, and so there, for them, there may be a comfort zone in in being part of a team and, and working in that organization. As a high-producing real estate agent, sometimes you need to make the decision, am I growing so big, is my, my volume so large that it's hard for me to manage it? And so then that individual starts to evaluate, you know, should I become a team? Should I reach out and be right. the recruiter now to have people join me uh, and form a team? So if, if you're having a lot of transactions, and, and I think everybody has their own threshold of how many closed transactions they can handle a year it's probably in the 40 right around 40 is probably the number one person can comfortably do by themselves annually could be a little bit more could be a little bit uh, less excuse me but i think when you reach that number then then you're looking to get some help and it may just be a buyer's agent it could be a transaction coordinator uh it could be both but then that's that's when you're starting to move in that direction Hmm. that's interesting and i and There are different ways teams are done. I don't know. I'll be honest. I'll be the first one to tell you I don't know the true dynamics. Now, I had Neil Green in here from uh, the Martin Mm -hmm. team, Mm -hmm. and I tried to kind of get, you know, not not pay, but really what what his team, Mm -hmm. that team breaks down into. Mm -hmm. Uh, Basically put is I want to know because in my world, uh, a team – I have seen negative impacts of that. I've never been on one, but I have seen negative impacts both – like you said, professional growth-wise for some people, mm-hmm. and other, otherwise just financial. Um, it was just a, a mess for them. So I don't know how any of that really works. Mm-hmm. And I was very surprised, you know, it really came down to the relationship that you have with the team members. In this case, they're basically mm-hmm. family. So right. the, the Martin team, so that was a little harder one to kind of pull <laughs> away from. So I'm, I'm still trying to figure out the whole team dynamic. I can tell you mm-hmm. I've been the recipient of of clients because of teams, you know, right. it happens because people have miss and miss idea. That's why I say buyers or sellers should always ask that because you want to know who you're going to be dealing with. You might be talking to the, you know, the, the, the head honcho, the popular one or whatever, the name, yeah. but yeah, you're just talking <clears throat> to the name. But when in reality you end up with 
person who does a really good job, mm-hmm. but not them. That's that's the last time you talk to them. Right. And uh, that's always a shame. So always ask that. Your experience, your thoughts on, on, on a team. Obviously, you and your daughter, that probably has a great dynamic already because you're family. And you, like I said, it works well with the Martin team. But what are your thoughts in general uh, of a team? Is it, is it something that you like to work with when you when you find out work with teams i personally i don't like and I, i'm going to whisper this so nobody hears us i personally don't like emailing assistants all the time yes okay, okay. that's I'm been just my, gonna say that that's mm-hmm. been my experience and then i hope to someday be a team with my daughter and just the two of us uh so we never leave a client hanging so there's always a backup however i think a bigger group like you said you do you're talking to different people. You have to explain yourself again. Okay, well, I thought I gave this document to so-and-so. Who do I contact to get that document? Right. And then, like you said, you're dealing with the administrative person. Um, but I think it's a good thing in a way where you do have that support group. Now, again, I, I look to Gary Green as my support group because right. I know that we are individuals and we all have our own business but we do work well together Mm -hmm. i mean we have hey can you go over and unlock this you know for somebody because they need to get in or can you go pick up my sign for me or you know and and i've just really liked the group i work with so in that sense we are a team right or you know no i know i i i get it I think my idea uh, for me would would be I would love my wife to join and be on a team with me um, for real estate, but only just to do the paperwork. Let me go out and meet people and show houses. She doesn't like to do that stuff anyway and just do the paperwork. So I'm, I'm, you know, if I could just tell her to quit her job, doesn't matter about retirement, just you know, just that doesn't just sound chauvinistic now. at all. Yeah. Oh, wow. You're right. You're harking back. You're harking back to the 50s on that one. Thank you, Adam. That's a good idea. I like the same. Yeah. Let somebody else do all the paperwork. Yeah. No. And, and she's good at it. And the only reason is, is because I know that to me, that's a team. Mm-hmm. And I think that's more viable. Now, she says absolutely not, which means I would actually have to pay somebody to do that part of it. But we're fortunate again. We can fall back on Gary Green. I'm fortunate that I have a couple people like Gary Green that I, that that handle some of that paperwork for me. Mm -hmm. um, And I like that. And I appreciate that. It gives me time to get out there and work with my clients. But um, technology has made it so much easier now. Well, you would think so. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm Mr. You know, they have electronic signatures and things like that. Yeah. Uh, And even that's a, that's a stretch for some, I mean, I got used to doing it. Yes. But you try sending that to some people. And you're getting five or six calls, and you don't know what they're looking at. I mean, Mm -hmm. but you're right. Technology has, and I actually now am preempting a lot of my uh, listing appointments and stuff with, you know, I'll send the actual listing paperwork for electronic signature. This Mm -hmm. way we all have it. I could print it out for you and bring it to you if you want a hard copy. Because, I mean, I have a great client right now that she will never meet. She has a folder. Mm -hmm. Carrie Green folder that I've given her. And it's full of all the paperwork that I have sent her. And she, she prints it out, and she's very organized. I mean, I could, you know, she's given me a list of repairs that she's done through the years. She's, you know, uh, fantastic. She's got a stack fuller. So there are people like that. Yes. And I seem to be running into them more and more. Mm. They are not millennials, I will say that. That's correct. Yeah, I, I will give you that on that. Um, so teams, in general, 
just find out if you're if, if you're a buyer or seller and you're going to be interviewing an agent find out if you're working with teams as an agent how is it dealing with teams? And, and I, like I said, I've been the recipient of business because of that. But I also will tell you that uh, sometimes the teams are fantastic to work mm -hmm. with. So it really just depends mm -hmm. um, working on. Is that the experience? I think you agreed saying that, hey, I'm trying to deal with the agent, but I, now I have to deal with an assistant. I'm never even talking to the agent. Is that one of your biggest things that you've come across when dealing with a team? Yes. And, it, you know, everything was covered. It's just... Uh, like I said, sometimes you're talking to someone and then you have to go talk to another person and explain mm. again. But right. overall, everything is, is being covered. Um, I think it's harder if you're dealing with an agent that you can't ever get in touch with. So mm. that is the benefit of a team. You're always going to find somebody right. to contact. Even though the answer may be, well, let me check with. The, right. So you're yes. kind of extending the yeah. answer, but you're getting the people interaction. Mm. Yes. Well, that's something to, to, to kind of mull over. So maybe what we'll do is we'll start doing a little bit talking about communication because as the people at this at the bar top will tell you, one of the biggest complaints a consumer has about dealing with a real estate agent is the lack of communication mm -hmm. or miscommunication. Ironically enough, some of it true. I can say some of it mm -hmm. happens. I do know personal experience because it, if it's happening to you as a consumer, it's also happening to the agents that want to help to either bring a buyer to your house or have a listing for you. So it's something something to think about. So again, folks, let's talk a little bit about real estate. Think of anything you can and feel free to post any questions on our Facebook page. And these people here will answer them through the week if we have to. Mm -hmm. So remember, that's the Bringing It Home Radio Show Facebook page. Hey, welcome back, folks. It's the Bringing It Home Radio Show. Of course you knew that. If you just joined us, shame on you. You know, we're halfway through happy hour. Who joins a happy hour halfway through? That's why they don't make... Happy half hours. <laughs> I was going to go into happy endings, but I decided not to. Um, we are here with Ms. Bonnie Carmichael, real estate agent, Better Homes and Gardens, Gary Green, Friendswood office, and obviously loves Better Homes and Gardens, Gary I Green. I, I, I could tell. It's evident. <laughs> and that's appreciated, too. And, of course, Mr. David Johnston. Any relation to Moose Johnston? Uh, no, no relation outside of, uh, I guess we share the first initial, uh, Daryl, I think. Is, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. All right. I was, all right. I'm a Cowboys fan, so uh -huh. I just admitted that on air, too. I'm probably going to get a lot for that. Um, we have been talking. Oh, just so you know, David is the branch manager for the Friendswood Better Homes and Gardens, Gary Green. Always looking for great agents, right? Always. When you, when you look at an agent... And when I say look, I'm talking figuratively and literally. Mm -hmm. You're kind of analyzing. That's mm -hmm. part of your job is to hire the right person for the mix. Sure. Have you ever, that sure wasn't so so convincing, <laughs> by the way. Um, have you ever. Sure. Have you ever said, yeah, I just don't think it's a fit to an agent? Yes, we have. Um, uh, and I think there's a misperception out there that real estate companies would hire anyone. And um, we certainly will, I don't know if take chances is the right word, um, but when, when we're looking at people, sometimes it's just, this isn't gonna work. And it could be for a variety of reasons. It could be the business that they're trying to build. 
uh, let's say it's more based around flipping houses. They really, they really don't want to work. Right, they're with, trying to with find, the public, get into a niche right away. But they're trying than to do, do something that's really about their own business and not and not traditional real estate. And then sometimes, um, you know, we've had to turn people away just because we felt perhaps they hadn't had enough uh, life experiences. And because I think it's life experiences that bring a certain level of maturity and understanding to the business. And, um, and, and so those are some of the things that we're looking for. Uh, but if I watch HDTV, I see all these young bucks selling multi-million dollar uh, New York high rises, 700 square feet for a million dollars. Right. They're, they're making it work. Well, and if you look at those people, they are making it work. And, and there's a lot more going for them. Um, than perhaps what we're uh, alluding to. They're dressed well. They look good. They speak well. They're educated. They have a good appearance. Um, and they know the real estate business. You can tell that that they have spent the time to understand uh, what we're doing. So I like to say those those types of people are students of the game. And they will typically be able to exceed uh, and achieve in the real estate world. Hmm. Good answer. Not not Pat at all, because yeah, I, I tried to throw the HGTV thing in there, because usually when you mention HGTV to any type of real estate agent, they go, ugh, and roll their eyes. Well, let's get back to reality here. You just basically said, well, that's reality, and they're just those type of people. Well, but they are out there. Well, when you're talking about the those million-dollar guys, mm-hmm. uh, that is, uh, you know, they're real. Um, when we're talking about some of the other stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you're right. Yeah, we'll do a we'll do a whole happy hour. Where we just bash H. Actually, my wife just loves HGTV, mm-hmm. um, and I don't blame her. But now she just really loves it because you know our dreams to finally one day retire to the Bahamas, and now they actually have a Bahamas. Show, show where they so she, that's her thing now but she's it, always loved that the fixing and the stuff like that it's one of my questions on a on a the interview questionnaire sheet what's your favorite hgtv show very interesting <laughs> and the, the trick there is if you answer any at all you're out yeah. you're, you're <laughs> off the list. well thank you for coming <laughs> so um so we've kind of give that but you you have said this just doesn't work and is that something you say up front to somebody i mean i hired and and for just not being very political about it, fired people in my job as a, as mm-hmm. a restaurant manager. Uh, I, it's a little bit different in real estate because one, you're not really hiring them. So you can't really say fire, but you can certainly bring someone on as part of your organization and as a representative. But when you, when you're, when you're interviewing somebody, do you, do the old brush off like you would in the days of getting a resume going, all right, we'll be in touch. Or because if you say that, I think if you go to a real estate office and they say we'll be in and they say they'll be in touch with you, you probably did not get the job. You're, you probably will not be joining that firm because I imagine if you're going to bring them on, you're going to let them in. That's the first rule of sales. You, you get them while the iron's hot. Right. Right. When, when we're interviewing someone and we like the individual, we will be very upfront about that. We would love to have you come work here. Right. We think you'll do very well. We think we can give you the proper guidance, training, and support necessary for you to reach the, the goals that you're searching for. The flip side of that, uh, I think it's situational. Um, hmm. Have you done the, it recently? No, not recently. Okay, yeah, I, I think that if it's the, you know, okay, we'll get back to you, or let me think about it, and I'll give you a call. Sometimes that's that's really it. Maybe sometimes I want to do a little more background, uh, right? Look, you know, a little more vetting, um, and then sometimes it's just no, this is not 
yeah. probably not the right place. And I think what this says about you, and, 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 and I'll probably ask you a more direct question, but what this says is that there is a thought process to this. This is not David trying to staff up offices with just multiple agents and just crossing your fingers. Right, <laughs> right. And that's exactly right. I mean, I just don't want anybody. I want I want people who have certain um, qualities. And I think the biggest quality that, that someone has, is obviously, is drive. Someone who's very driven to want to get to a place that they're not at now. And if they have that that kind of thing burning inside of them, then I think, I think we can help them. Hmm. So what is it? Is it possible for an individual branch office to just max out? On a number of agents. And the reason I ask that, because, I mean, it, it's still, even though they're technically not employees, they're still agents that require a lot from you as a branch manager from the company. And maybe there's just too much in one office. I don't think so. Um, as an office grows from a, an agent count standpoint, mm -hmm. the, the company is very good about bringing in additional support services. Okay. So if we need more uh, office coordinators, agent service people, transaction uh, people, uh, we will get that. If we need an assistant manager, if it gets that big, we'll get that as well. So when we're looking, the, the funny part about this is how the agents perceive more people coming into the office. If it's an office of 25 agents and it grows to 35 or 40 agents, there's a tendency to think that someone's taking part of their pie. Hmm. And, that, and, and that's not the case. What I like to say is, look, at, these people are getting into real estate. In fact, there's 31,000 real, realtors in Houston in the great, and members of HAR. Um, they're going to get into real estate. So whether they're sitting in our office or the office next door doesn't really matter. They're going to be the competition. And if they're going to be great, I want them sitting here. Because not only does it just benefit you know, us, it benefits everybody. The more Gary Green signs there are out in front of houses, that's going to make the phone ring more. More people are going to get more opportunity. Right. And the whole thing grows on a, uh, a, a more uh, uh, exponential level. And you are absolutely correct with that. When I, 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 I've been with two big brokerages, and the, when I left to come to Gary Green, I talked to the previous broker, and I said, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to Gary Green. And he asked me one of the reasons, and I said, because they have over 1,000 agents under one broker. And, mm -hmm. and I think that's important because everybody's going to be on the same page. And he said, well, that's exactly the reason you don't want to go because there's 1,000 <laughs> agents. And I go, I'm not that type of competitive because I agreed with you 100%. It was more opportunity for the company to be promoted and then an opportunity for someone to come my way because of that recognition with that company mm -hmm. as an agent that would work out. Now, have you, uh, Bonnie, have you always been with Gary Green in the three years? I have. Awesome. And I will uh, wanted to add about the statement about having a lot of agents. We are individuals. So as far as like going on an interview for a listing, you're going to connect with that person or someone else's because right. we're every one of us in the office are so different. And so that's a good thing too, because everyone out there is different. So you connect with those people and uh, none of us handle things the same way. Like you said, there's a wrong way to do thing, but <laughs> you know, we do things the right way. But then again, it goes back to your personality and how you handle transactions right. and, and strategies and strategies. Yes, Makes exactly. Sense. Well, I, 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 I'm, I'm very impressed that you're, you, you've started with Gary Green and you stayed with Gary Green. And the reason I'm impressed with that is because, um, you know, 
a lot of people, I mean, I'm sure in three years you've been solicited to go to other places. I, I, it's almost a daily thing. It's almost like one day someone, you know, you got to keep up, you know, good relations mm -hmm. with your fellow brokers. But, you know, one day you may go, I, I want to change for whatever reason it may be. But you've said no. And uh, there's it's because Gary Green's been able to provide you that. But, uh, you know, in in, in David, you're obviously fostering that as mm -hmm. your tenure, and you'll bring that over to League City and mm -hmm. all that fun stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but, Bonnie, you brought up something that's kind of uh, something I do want to talk about, um, which we may not even get to. So um, I, I just want to briefly broach the topic of building those relationships again. Um, folks, one of the reasons I bring real estate, other real estate agents on the show is because I want to work with good real estate agents just like you want to work with good real estate agents. You know, sure, I'd love for you to call me when you want to buy your house, mm -hmm. but I certainly would want you to call Bonnie as well. Um, you know, she said that you go in and you talk to these people. And quite honestly, Bonnie sounds like the kind of person I am. I want to go in and win your business, but I'm also talking to make sure that we can work together mm -hmm. as, you know, a client and a real estate agent. You know, I'm not trying to pimp myself out. You know, no. I'm not going for the cheap stuff. I'm not going for quantity. I want to work with someone who's going to fit in mold. And sometimes just better personalities match. Have you, Bonnie, have you ever said to a client, and not just because of personalities, but I'm <laughs> saying maybe there's a disagreement on pricing and you're just, have you ever said, you know, I, I maybe I'm not the right person to list this for you? Almost. <laughs> Almost. That's close. It's hard to say, no, I don't want to list your house. I have. I have, <laughs> too. I have, too. Well, maybe that's something we'll go briefly broach. But really... Um, it can, was a buyer. And okay. he was really tough in the beginning and um, really challenged me. But at the time, I had somebody tell me, just go back in positive. Just pick it back up where you left off. And... After that, everything was fine. We made it. We got through the transaction. He purchased the home. I saw him at a little st convenience store, and he called me the love of his life. So <laughs> it was odd because it started out not well. I wonder. Yeah. I wonder what condition his wife's in. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> that. But that's it. You never know. There might be yeah. different personalities, but sometimes yes. working together, those things work out. He wanted me to prove myself. There you go. So tough love he was trying yes, to give you, and you stuck love. it out. Yes. Well, you know, um, I certainly want to get get to David and uh, talk about the, the the time that you turned down a client, or times uh, you even turned down a, a, a client, and those reasons. What would they be? What, it's almost like you know, what would you do for a Kit Kat bar? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I, we'll take a look Klondike. at that. Klondike bar. Klondike. Klondike. Yes. I, oh, yeah. I stopped eating sweets. <laughs> so let's just learn our candies. Need last call. Oh. Last call to the bar. So belly on up. You know, you can only get those drinks when you order them, right? So here's my thought, folks. We have two experienced agents. One is now a branch manager for Friendswood. And that is Mr. David Johnston. And of course, the lovely Miss Bonnie Carmichael Thank joining you. us of Better Homes and Gardens, Gary Green, Friendswood as well. And she has been there the whole time. So that's always says a lot uh, about the real estate agent. You know, there are plenty of people that tend to join real estate and they change and change and change and change and change. And they go most of the time. What's the number one reason people leave? 
in your money. Mind. Money. <laughs> it's money, right? Not getting money. It's, 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 about, it's about their commission. And there's different ways people get paid uh, in real estate um, for certain things. But really, real estate agents just work on commission. You know, and mm-hmm. sometimes you just want it all, and sometimes you just don't see the, you know, the end picture for everybody involved, um, where everybody makes a good amount. Because quite honestly, I think you spend a lot of money as a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. No matter how much a company supports you, you do spend a lot because it's one of the, it's truly one of those businesses you got to spend money to make money, mm-hmm. and sometimes. Customers require th- different things. Mm-hmm. So so keep that in mind. And again, folks, I just want to mention this real quick. If you're interested in real estate, if you want to find out it's, if it's for you, you've got that drive and what it takes. It sounds like to me you might want to go talk to Mr. David over here at the Friendswood office. Mm-hmm. Am I right? That'd be great. Um, how could they best contact you? Well, uh, you could find me on my Facebook page, David Johnston. Um, or you could certainly give me a phone call at 832 832- Five two five four three three two, and I will also give you the office number. It's two eight one four eight two zero zero five five. And uh, the reason I want to get that away because we're going to talk a couple situational things. And I know that there's people that want to be real estate agent. One, if you're thinking it's just easy money, folks, do not give David a call. <laughs> I don't even want to see you in this profession to be honest with you, because if you know me, I say real estate. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. You need someone who knows what they're going to do, who's willing to take passion, and has that relationship with you to make things happen for you. But I want to throw out a couple scenarios, just little tidbits for you buyers and sellers out there and real estate agents. And so I'm going to ask a situational thing to Bonnie here since she's active here. Bonnie. Yes. Multiple offers. Yes. Let's say you are the listing agent. Mm Mm-hmm. You receive multiple offers. What are your th- what's 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 a strategy you use to help your client find the right one uh, out of those? Because multiple, I mean, what what are the things that you're looking at and advise them to kind of focus on when looking at them? And they again, don't assume that they're the same or that they're very different. Just in terms of a strategy. Well, the thing is that. I feel that they are different. So say you have a cash offer, Mm -hmm. but they want seller's contribution. So what you're going to do with your client, if you're the listing agent, is you're going to take each offer and you need to go through it with your client. Say uh, you've got another offer where they want to pay the title policy. So you go through each contract and you show your client, okay, this is what they've offered. This is the closing you know, do, do they want to close quickly? Do they care if it's 45 days? I mean, there's so much to a So contract. it's a complete packture thing that you're yes. going to have to look at. It doesn't matter if it's cash either, no, right? No, it doesn't. You. Because say they want a seller's contribution. Or, yeah, you know, I had somebody offer me a, a very low price on a listing. And they kept saying, but it's cash. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but it doesn't matter. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. I am tired when I hear agents say cash is king. Right. No. Cash might be in the royal family, mm-hmm. but it's certainly by no means going to be the king. Um, I don't think there is a king with that because it, it, you're absolutely right. It is about the entire picture. Multiple offers are completely dependent on what the goals are of both the buyer and seller. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. It's, it's, right. They've got to look at that. and You've got to give them the options. Real estate agents are doing a disservice. Um, and I'm going to throw it out there. Uh, whether you're a listing agent or... 
uh, a buyer's agent, you're doing a disservice if you're telling your client to take the highest offer, and you're doing a disservice if you're telling your buying client to be the highest offer. That's not all everything that's considered. Hmm. No. And but unfortunately, there's not a whole bunch of agents out there that would agree with us, I think, or well, me at least. Um, and I don't know if that makes my strategy effective, but I do know that it does work for me. I know I just did a multiple offer situation where I had the buyer. And by talking with that other agent and throwing things out there, it turned out we were the second highest offer. Mm-hmm. And we had to come up to be that, but we didn't want to go mm-hmm. and meet. I refuse to put my clients in that position. That's communication again. Uh, right. It's, it's dealing with the other agent. And the client took our offer, mm-hmm. which was lower by $5,000 mm-hmm. because of that. Mm-hmm. So it is about that strategy, and it's going to be dependent. But uh, thank goodness. I, I can't wait to work a transaction with you because we're gonna, <laughs> this is going to be so – again, it won't be easy, but it will be so stress-free for our clients. Yes. That's, what I, that's, that's what I feel on that. You brought up cash offers. I'm going to do this a little quickly. We said cash is not king, but there's so many agents that think it is king. What is your thought on cash offers? I mean, you kind of mentioned to it, and David, I want you to jump into this too. Mm-hmm. Should cash be always be king? Well, no. I mean, I, again, I think it goes back to what the goal of the um, – of the seller is if we're looking at multiple offers, one of them happens to be cash. Really the only true benefit of the cash offer is that I could probably get a very quick closing. Mm -hmm. And, and so that, that is appealing. The secondary benefit to the cash offer of course, is that there's no financing contingency. So I don't have to worry about whether or not the loan's going to blow up at some point in time, but that's Mm a, you know, nine out of 10 don't have that problem. So it's, it's there, but it's a minimal issue. Um, so how that sits in, that's going to drive my decision. Agents or anyone else who thinks because, particularly buyers who think because they're paying cash, should get some kind of discount is really folly um, <laughs> yeah. to, to the seller. And as, as I would say, you know, when I'm saying it all spends the same for the seller, whether they got a loan or it's all cash. So to me, it just doesn't matter. The only time where you might have an evaluation, of in, again, in the multiple offer situation, is if we were looking at, you know, cash, conventional, FHA, and VA. And is there seller contributions on any of these or not? Right. How does that stack up? Is that going to generate an appraisal issue? And then those are some of the secondary considerations to look at. So, again, it's the whole picture thing. So, yeah. so folks, just don't look at that almighty dollar. There's devils. In, there is a devil in the details somewhere. Your agent's going to find it. And if they want to call you, Bonnie, how do they get in touch with you? My number is 409-370-5113. I also have a Facebook page, uh, Bonnie Carmichael at Gary Green. All right. Well, folks, I am John Wilkinson, Better Homes and Gardens, Gary Green, Real Estate. I am the agent invested in you, but Bonnie seems to be pretty concerned about you as well. Next week, 9 a.m. Talk to you then.